All right, imagine how hard you could flex on all your friends if you had Gucci shades. Right now, you can go to Crown Point Eye Care and get 20% off of all Gucci sunglasses if you mention their ad with Local 219. Steam Whistle Coffee in Crown Point, Indiana is now offering a free cookie with any purchase of $5 or more. Are you a health nut or a gym rat or just the type of person who likes to do meal prep but you still want your food to be delicious? Head on over to Lean Kitchen Company in Sherrillville. Right now, they're offering 20 bucks off of every order of $50 or more if you mention their ad with Local 219. Prime Steakhouse on the Crown Point Square is now offering $10 off when you spend $50 or more when you mention their ad on Local 219. Asparagus is an Asian fusion restaurant in Merrillville on Broadway. And right now, if you mention this ad with Local 219, you can get 10% off of any carryout or online orders. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219. The Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Tasty 219 Season 4, Episode 5. We are halfway through Season 4. That is crazy. My name is Larry, and I am here, per usual, with Greg and his groggy voice. Yeah, let me first apologize for my voice tonight. Um, Somehow this weekend I've gotten laryngitis, and I don't know why. I wasn't... For sure, that's what it is, laryngitis? I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. I mean, my throat doesn't feel bad, but my voice has been going in and out both Saturday and Sunday. I wasn't anywhere screaming or yelling or anything. So, yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but uh, I feel fine. I just sound very froggy. Well, to make it level and consistent, do you want me to do this for the whole show? No, because I would want to punch you by the end of the day. You Well, you sound like March Simpson sisters, yeah. and it's kind of sick, actually. <laughs> I like it. You sound like you started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I go to say stuff and nothing comes out. So yes, again, I do apologize, but in the interest of Tasty 219, we do like to push out new uh, shows every Wednesday, and here we are. Regardless if you have the laryngitis, we're still doing it. All right. So, episode five. Episode five. Halfway through. Halfway through. Yes. Wow. Wow. So, here we are again, and you mentioned this before. We have a board that we planned out <laughs> planned out season 4 and things always come up and i think it's good that we can adapt. If this is funny when i look at the board there's a huge list of places for episodes there's like the coffee section the bar food section that's not what i'm looking at. I'm looking at the list of actual restaurants we would go for the main subject of an episode. Two of them have lines through them because yeah. we've been to two of them. One of them we didn't even do a show on. <laughs> oh, right. There wasn't enough to do a show on, but I do think that they will appear in the bar food episode. True, because yeah. the, one of the things they had there was good. It man. was good and a good value. Um, 
What else? Uh, check out our merch store. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some wonderful merch there. Um, did we already talk about that? We were guests on the Two Mics, One Basement podcast. We were. That's uh, That went up, what, today, yesterday? Yeah, it did go up today. It went up today. So if you want to hear me, I was going to say both of us, but um, it'd be weird. Um, but you you got kind of weird on it. But uh, if you want to hear me be weird and kind of an, kind of an abrasive douche, uh, check it out. <laughs> you were actually taking my thought. Um, I don't know. It's just a different program. Completely different type of content. You get to see a different side of us. Um, There are brothers, uh, podcast brothers, if you will. Sure. We started fairly similar. We We started in November and they started after the new year. Right. Well, I didn't, um, like, I remember they talked about it. I think I could very well be wrong here. They talked about doing one and then you started to do one. So he was like, well, shit, I can do one. I want to do it. Yeah, and then I decided to get Sean the uh, podcast equipment for Christmas. So, yeah. Um, well, so this is October. October. Our one-year anniversary is coming up in November. Oh, I do think, you know the date? I don't know the date. We'll have to look. Okay. Um, But I think we should try and plan a special show somehow. Um, we'll have every guest we've ever had on on one. Well, I feel like we could have like special people call in, maybe. But yeah, or, we could have people um, zoom in or something, and like, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, something like that would be fun. I think. Yeah, uh, it's also October, so that means in what two weeks or three weeks? Um, what what's the date today? Today is the ninth. Today is the ninth. Um, in sixteen days. In sixteen days, we will be. Recording live at Ricochet Tacos Halloween event. We talked about it before, but we will be there hanging out, eating the the one day only menu stuff, which is uh it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Come out in costume, you'll get a discount on your meal. There'll be there's a uh, cool um prizes and uh we'll have some cool enamel pins and we will have uh now, when you say we, you mean Ricochet will have enamel yeah, pins. Yeah, oh, I shouldn't. Right. Good, good call there because I, I can say we to both of these situations. That's, that's yeah. a little tricky. Sorry to, for the confusion. Um, I'll say Ricochet then. Ricochet will have enamel pins. Jepson's Malort will be there, which is uh, it's a Chicago-based liquor that is really weird and, for lack of a better word, gross as hell. Um We'll have some Malort-based cocktails, and you'll get to try Malort if you never have before. And uh, I love seeing people's weird, bitter face when they try Malort for the first time. It's hysterical. Um, Zorn will be there with some special beers on tap. Zorn is one of my favorite breweries that we've been to, local breweries. Uh, So I'm excited. Huh? Love Zorn. Yeah. So I'm excited that they're going to be there. Um, There's uh, what else? We'll be there recording, hanging out, talking. Um, we'll be talking with a lot of the staff, um, which there's all good friends of mine. Um, if you want to come sit at the table and just bullshit for a little bit, even nothing, just say hi. Yeah. Do it. That's it'll, cool. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So that's that's uh, something we're looking forward yeah, to. So a huge uh, huge shout out to Darren for asking us to do that. I thought that was pretty cool of him. I uh I appreciate that as well. He's so. uh 
one of my favorite people that I know. So right on. All right. So moving on to our show, our pre-podcast beer comes to us from Viking Artisan Ales, which in the early days of this show, we did Viking Artisan Ales all the time because um, proximity to work and the quality of the beer and the crazy weird flavors they have, it just all happened to work out really, really well. We want to shout out our friend Travis who works there. We went in there today to pick up some beer for this episode. And Travis had two 450 North cotton candy beers that were like the two last ones in the pack. And he had them sitting aside in the cooler. And when I walked in, he goes, I've been waiting for you to come in here, man. I got these for you. So a uh, huge, huge, huge shouts to Travis. Not even for that, but uh, just for being a super nice dude. We he go is. there a lot after work and just like have a beer. And he's always just super good to chat with. He's a great dude. I love Travis. I would love to have him on here sometime. <laughs> he's the nicest. Uh, maybe someday we can do a podcast there. I would love to do a show yeah, there. Just and, go one day after work, set up, and... <coughs> and Sorry about that. And maybe like bring in some food truck food or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. There's all I kinds know of sometimes options. they have food trucks that come there. Like during events and stuff? Well, that and then on Saturdays, sometimes I'll just have them show up. And, really? Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah. So um, I have... Laryngitis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Really, I really <laughs> should have brought a glass of water. Um, well, hold that thought. All right. I got uh, I got Greg a big glass of ice water for his laryngitis. <laughs> so I, I was saying I got the green machine. From Viking Artisan Ales, it's a smoothie-style Berliner with pistachio, toasted coconut, vanilla cream, and rum flavoring. It is a murky, greenish-brown. That straight up, like, this is going to sound unappetizing, but the color is cool. It looks like someone took a, gla- a beer glass into a pond and just got a scoop. That's exactly what I was going to say. It looked like pond water. So let me take a sip and let let you know how I think of it. Okay. Hmm. It's fine. I don't. I do appreciate you passing well, me the glass because I would. I do really want to try it, but I also don't want laryngitis. No problem. It's very pleasant. Um, I'm not sure that I get really any of the notes that I described. But it works all together. And I'll definitely drink this tonight, so you will not have to finish my beer. Well, I appreciate you. That's mm-hmm. very considerate. All right. <laughs> what did you get? I got a Viking Artisan Ales beer called Whip the Pineapple. Whip and the Pineapple. Is, that is it an upside down pineapple, Larry? Oh, for uh, the, <laughs> the people that sleep with other people or whatever. Yeah, that's... <laughs> A.K.A. Swingers. Swingers. Do we talk about this on here? No. I, I think we did, actually. I, well, <laughs> no, uh, a little bit. Just a little bit. But then uh, <laughs> when we were guests on two mics in one basement, they expounded on it and said it had to be an upside down pineapple. So that's why I said it. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, I love the can is black. The, the, even the top of the can is black. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I wish the bottom was black. Yeah. Well, but really beautiful can, really beautiful branding as always. Um, 
It's a smoother style, smoothie style Berliner Weiss with pineapple and vanilla ice cream, period. Drink it, period. <laughs> That's cool. what it says. That's sick. Yeah. I like that. Um, it is a. It's a pineapple color. It's a yellow. Sure. Um, the, the way I described yours was really unappetizing. But the way I want to describe this is yeah, also unappetizing because it looks like a really dehydrated person's pee. But so you just did. Um, I would go with <laughs> I would go with it looks like um, the juice when you put pineapple rings on a ham with brown sugar and cherries. Oh. and it drips down into the bottom. Pineapple ham juice. Yeah. Pineapple ham juice. <laughs> This show is off the rails. <laughs> Our new name of this show is officially Pineapple Ham Juice. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to try this Pineapple Ham Juice here and let you know what I think. Now I want ham. Do you get pineapple? Yeah, and the ice cream. Good. And uh, good Lord. This is fantastic. It is quite sweet. Yeah. Pineapple is incredibly sweet, but it's also creamy. Um, I don't get a lot of beer taste out of it by any means. I really just get the creaminess and the sweetness. It almost tastes like a dessert. It tastes like something that somebody would have vaped in like 2017. Gotcha. It is delicious. I absolutely love this. That's awesome. And... Uh, Travis told me tonight that their caramel apple weiss, which is my absolute favorite sour, is soon to come out again. Woohoo! Yes. Good for you, man. That's huge. Yeah. So, let's see. When did we go? And this was Friday, right? It was Friday. Yes. We went to meet our friend Gina. She is getting married October 29th. Yes. And we went to the event center where she's getting married out in North Judson. Mm-hmm. And we were measuring tables and uh, deciding ways to uh, have the table set up and where the DJ is going to be. And, and you're super like versed in, in that scenario and you're good at this type of thing, you know? I just love doing that kind of stuff. Totally understand that. So when all this stuff was going on and there's like another group of people doing their wedding rehearsal who were completely unrelated. They were in there and doing this and looking around and I'm like, I have no business being here. (laughs) Yeah. That, that was a little awkward that the event center planned two people at the same time, but to be fair, they were doing their rehearsal and then decorating. Yeah. Cause like their wedding was the next day. I totally get it. And our, um, I shouldn't say our, cause I just happened to be there. Gina's situation there wasn't remotely obstructive or anything. She was just like doing little things in the corner here and there, not remotely crossing paths with any of these people. So I think it's totally okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So then on the way back, we decided where are we going to go and, and between can we do it for a show? Crown Point and North Judson is what? Hebron. So um, Hebron, Couts. Slim pickings all around. Um, But... There is a little town over there called Lacrosse, which is, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a small little town with a population of probably, what, 60 people, maybe? I mean, it's not that little, but it's a very small town, not much happening. 
seems like maybe like a one or two stoplight type of town, right? One stoplight, I believe. Yep. Uh, and that's where this place is. <laughs> intersection of 8 and 421. On the corner there, there used to be a, an old grocery store and bank, I think, is the situation. Yeah, exactly. Years ago, um, uh, my first job between high school and by the time I graduated college, I delivered for Jay's Potato Chips. And was I your del- first job? Yeah, I uh, I started uh, between my junior and senior year of high school, and I started by unloading the trailers and working in the warehouse and uh, helping the drivers load their trucks. I worked my way up to being an extra uh, man when people went on vacations. I filled in for their routes. I eventually had my own route. Uh down here in La Crosse and North Judson and that area. Then uh, from there, I worked my way up to being in the office until I graduated. Yeah, I was there for quite a long time. And in fact, um, when I left uh, one of my jobs in Chicago and in between the boys, I went back there for a little while to, to work there again. Sure. So, yeah, it used to be a grocery store and a bank, and now uh, it's a restaurant. And when you think of a, a restaurant in a little town like La Crosse, this is not what you think. No. At let, all. And let's go Let's go back to the beginning. We went to the Hangar Grill Pub. Yes. Oh, yeah, we should probably say what the hell this place is called. <laughs> it's okay. We were excited <laughs> about this show. Um, the address is 5 North Washington Street, and that's in La Crosse. Um, their hours are Wednesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., Saturday, 7 a.m. to midnight, Sunday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. So I'm assuming Saturdays and Sundays they do breakfast. Sure. Also, for their address, you could just say the restaurant in Lacrosse. Uh, correct. <laughs> uh, it is, and they are closed Monday and Tuesday. They uh, can be found on the web at hangergrillpub.com. Yep. So uh, let's go through and talk about the first impressions, setting, and aesthetics. Um, my first impression of that place was, why the hell is this in lacrosse? That was my first impression, for sure. And I mean, visually, it's... Nothing new. I mean, it's still, you know, wood and corrugated metal. Also learned that galvanized wavy sheet metal is called corrugated metal. So you've heard me talk about it a bunch of times, and now I know what it is. Yeah. Um, It's corrugated metal and wood, and it's that same aesthetic as most other places, for sure. But the fact that it's in lacrosse makes it way different. And the corrugated metal on the bar was, was painted black, black. Which was cool. That's different. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a, like, a lot of aviation stuff, airplane propellers, wings, this, all that. Um, yeah, and on their menu, they call it an aviation-themed, family-friendly bar and grill. Correct. Um, the divider between the urinals is a freaking airplane wing. Yeah. That's so cool. And the lighting above the bar was um, hung by propellers. Mm-hmm. And there is a... Big propellers all over the walls and um, like front ends of planes and stuff. Yeah, a um, big model airplane in the back. <laughs> there's like um, rows of airplane seating along the walls and stuff. It's, a real, it's really neat, interesting. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. If I had walked into this place and saw their aesthetic and branding... And it was in like Valpo or Crown Point. I'd be like, whatever. But since it's 
the only restaurant in this town, they it's kind of it's kind of something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does that yeah, make sense? It does. It does. Um, it's definitely um, a go-to place for a lot of people in that area. They don't have to go to a Valpo or a Crown Point to right, and, experience And they're getting it. that. Like they're getting um. This this is going to sound crazy, but I think the parallel is the same. And I think you might see this here. We are in Crown Point, and we have a place like Provecho, right? And that Provecho is like a like almost like big city fancy dining, right? Yeah. So I feel like that same level of I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's kind of like that this the hangar existing in, in Lacrosse. I think I'm gonna make a. Better analogy than Please that. do, because once this came out, I'm like, this sounds stupid. Because <laughs> I don't think it it parallels to that as much as it does to like a square roots. It seemed like a smaller square roots type of vibe. Totally. Totally. It, 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 it's a lot like that. But square roots existing in Crown Point is pretty standard. Right. I'm not surprised that that's here. It makes a ton of sense. But square roots existing in lacrosse is bonkers. Yeah, and it had a little different vibe with the country music playing. Uh, but that's what I'm talking about with this Provecho parallel, that Provecho existing in Crown Point is kind of insane because it's so, like, upper-level, great, amazing food. So, uh, like, yeah. Provecho is to Crown Point as the hangar is to lacrosse. And that Actually, once I say it, it makes sense. I see where you're going with it. I don't necessarily agree because i think the crown point square has a lot of top caliber restaurants no one can hold any kind of candle to perpetual though nobody i think prime does oh oh whatever i think umi does i I haven't been to ramen district but i'm sure that they can that's true ramen district ramen district is pretty cool yeah so yeah, I appreciate where you're going, but I respectfully disagree. Um, really nice way to put that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned that that country music was playing and it was playing at an appropriate level. Um, we talked about the playing motif throughout. Um, I enjoyed how they kept the vaults from the bank and they used it as a storeroom for the liquor and that other cool. things. And they kept the after hours depository on the outside of the building. Sure. Uh, They really made a nice transformation of an old grocery store and bank into this family bar and grill. Um, They also have a very nice outside patio. um, And the inside was a nice horseshoe shaped. Uh, It had um, three different entrances and exits that I liked. Yeah. Um, the only thing of impressions that I thought was negative was I was a di- bit disappointed in the variance of the menu that was online as opposed to the physical menu right, that we, were we got. we on the way there and it was, we had a little bit of time, travel time to get there. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm going to peruse their menu and I'm like, oh, their menu is like, it's not, it's not too wild, but it's decently large. Like there's a lot to pick from, but then we got there and they handed us a physical menu. I'm like, this is a quarter of what y'all have on your website. But I mean, that's That's, okay. That happens. Yeah, I get it. So um, now I 
think we should move on to the server and service. Yes, I would love to talk about her because she was the coolest person I've met in all of life. Right. Her name was Myra. Yes. Most excellent. Very conversational. Very conversational. Very informative. Very warm-hearted and kind and bubbly and smiley and funny. And she didn't know that we were food bloggers until the very end of the meal. She was just genuinely incredibly nice to us. And to all of her customers, she was hustling. Oh, for she sure. Was she was moving. She was tending um, bar. She was serving tables. She was awesome. Yeah. Very attentive throughout the dinner service. Told her that told us that her parents and her brother bought the building yes. and renovated it. And uh yeah, that was really it was a really, really, really nice service. She was one of the, we've done about damn near 50 episodes of this show. And she ranks in my top three, maybe best servers we've had yeah. on this show. I also liked how all of the servers and uh, staff wore those black hanger t-shirts Absolutely. Yeah. You could tell who they were. The young gentleman, everyone was talking about, you know, he had the um, orange hair and everyone was saying he was that doing he was doing pushups on the rail. He was doing pushups <laughs> on the rail. But but um, I heard a couple of the servers mentioned that he was really awesome and did a good job. And he came over and got some of our plates and stuff. Speaking of doing um, exercises at work, shout out uh, Michael from Ricochet. He used to do chin-ups on the stairs he doesn't work there anymore does he no but still it was funny yeah um <laughs> he's a realtor now so buy, buy a house from that guy <laughs> and we did have uh other service staff bring out our food mm -hmm. yeah so it was a really good service i it, will say um initially when they brought out my food not at all what i ordered at all Something completely different. Yeah, I was I like, oh, hey, I totally ordered this. And she's like, she looked, she's like, yeah. And I totally wrote that down. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then she goes, I'll have a make it. And it came out in like two minutes. And yeah. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? You are not exaggerating. I was surprised. It was insane. Like, I almost feel like they had it made and they just put a put put them together wrong. You maybe know what I'm so. Because yeah. like it was like she brought out yours. And, the, and her hands were full, so she went back to the kitchen to get the other one or something. Like, it was so crazy. Yeah. Because, like, I saw her coming out, and I'm like, there's no way that's it. And she, she gave it to me. I'm like, wait, what? And I said the F word, actually, live. I'm like, how the fuck did you do this? Yeah. And she just smiled, and she was so great. Even a hiccup like that, you can't even hold it against anybody because of how fantastic she was in every other regard. She yeah. was so incredibly nice she was a nice um for the drink section i noticed that they had four domestic draft beers on tap sure and they also had four local breweries on tap they sure it was a did. nice nice selection for this area i remember sitting down and perusing the beer list and the, the first thing i saw on the craft side was a blockhead ipa and i'm like y'all have Blockhead here. Uh, also, I guess he lives in lacrosse, but that's neither here nor there. Um, super, super surprised by that. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I want that. And they also had um, 
some hard liquor I noticed on the bar. Yeah, too. they had a whole. It was a whole full service bar, and they had a few people that were sitting at the bar enjoying some beers and uh, bar food. And yeah, so I got my uh, old standby a Blue Moon. Yes, and shout out to the hangar. They had sliced oranges, and like that's like a thing, right? Like when you drink Blue Moon or Shock Top or something, you get. Absolutely. And there are so many places that do not serve it with oranges. Where were we when you ordered a Blue Moon and it didn't? And she's like, I can put a splash of orange juice in there. And you really liked it. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a nice uh, alternative. Sure. Where was that? I can't remember. I've had a couple places that have done that. So That's cool. Yeah. But you had, you had a Blue Moon. Yeah. I had a Warm Burner Hazy IPA by Blackhead. Yeah. You know, How was that? Um, well, I just initially ordered the blackhead because just kind of keep everything under the umbrella and because I, I like that. Um, it was good. It was it was a hazy IPA. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it was like a foggy geezer or a hazy IPA, which. You know, if you had a hazy IPA, you've you know, you know what I'm getting at, but it is very good. Um, it's very hoppy. It's bitter. I'm a big fan of it. I One of my favorite blackhead beers, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it looked like if it was really hazy. It or, was it was yeah. very is opaque the word or is that the opposite of what I mean? Opaque means you can see light through it. Oh uh, you I mean you probably could see light through it. Okay. But uh yeah, it was uh it's good. I I was a fan of it. I like it. All right, and then we move on to the apps. And we got the pulled pork nachos. Yes. I noted that it was a very substantial portion, very shareable. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Huge. It looked very nice coming to the table. Very colorful. I mean, it's it's still, at the end of the day, it's still pulled pork nachos. And you can go to really any like place like this and get pulled pork nachos straight up no matter what you can go to like any gastropub style place and they're gonna have pulled pork nachos yeah um but uh, they were good i remember you noted that you liked the tortilla chips i did like the chips they were substantial and held up to all the toppings the only thing that i'm gonna say about this app is i think it could have been amped up a little bit with a little drizzle of barbecue sauce on that pulled pork okay okay fair i'll give you that yeah but other than that i was very happy with it um even just like a, a like a dusting of cotilla or something on there there's a lot of things you could have did but pulled um pulled pork nachos or nachos in general are kind of just almost like a canvas for whoever's putting them together and they can get as weird as you can get as weird as you want with nachos yeah um and it's usually good yeah um but yeah, I mean, it was still, it was pulled pork nachos. It was pretty standard, but they were pretty and they were good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then we move on to the salad and the soup. And uh, we decided to get their homemade. I got the coleslaw. Um, it was homemade. Had, I, you noted that you liked the rustic chop of the cabbage. Oh, it was big. It was of big pieces. Did we have soup? No, they didn't have soup. Okay. That's why okay. I said it's lumped in the same category. Okay, yeah, all right. And uh, um, I also noted that it wasn't overly sauced. It was del- no, it was pretty mellow. It yeah. was real fresh tasting. It like was it, you delicious. could really get the the cabbage there exactly and fresh, and you could tell it was homemade. Mm-hmm. And you got the, I got the potato salad. Yes, which um because 
you asked if either were homemade, and she goes, yes, they both are. So I'm like, well, shit, if you get one, I'll get the other one, because we have to know. Yeah, I like um, doing that. Potato salad um, is... I've never been really nuts for a potato salad, often because there's hard-boiled eggs in it, and I'd rather die than eat hard-boiled eggs. But uh, I don't know if this did. If it did, I, I, I don't tell. feel like it did. Um, it was good. Um, I preferred the coleslaw, for sure, but the potato salad was very good. Yeah, I agree with you. You could definitely tell it was homemade. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, not Again, not too mayonnaise-y or mustardy, uh, just enough to hold the potatoes together. Um, I don't think there was any eggs in it. Um, potato salad is something that every mom's make it different. So, you know, um, it could be up your alley. It might not be. Uh, for me, it was a good potato salad. Agreed, 100%. Yeah. And then we move on to our entrees. I'm going to let you go first. I got a Reuben. Um, I am always a big fan of a Reuben. Um. And this Reuben was no exception to that. It was awesome. Uh, the bread was very crispy and warm and buttery. Um, the corned beef was really, really, really good. I'm wondering the origins of this corned beef. I kind of wish I would have asked her about it. Ah, yeah, that would be a it's like, Is this something you do here? Like, do you make it yourself? Does it come from somewhere? Um, always curious about that you know what i thought was interesting about your reuben what's that it was served on light rye bread yeah you usually it's uh i shouldn't say usually uh a lot of times i've seen it on that pumpernickel bread oh sure god i love pumpernickel bread or the marble rye i like marble rye too so this was a little bit different to see it on that light rye Mm -hmm. it was but it was tasty yes very good um she asked if I wanted Thousand Island, and I said no because it's gross. Um, I know it's part of, it's like a Reuben thing, but I don't care because Thousand Island is weird, and it's, that's that's all I got. Yeah. Um, got French fries with it. Yeah, that's on they, both uh, sides. Chris, oh, shit, sorry. That's okay, keep going. Uh, they were crispy. They, they were so different. I enjoyed the French fries. I'm not... Like one of those people that die over fries. I, I will die for fries. But I wanted a second one when you gave me a taste of the one. I love French fries. They almost seemed to me like they might have had a light batter on them. I believe they did. Um, They were crispy, a lot of texture. Uh, maybe Inside some was paprika still fluffy. on them. I don't, there was something on them. Yeah. But damn. Good fries. Great fries. Yeah. Great Reuben. I mean, a Reuben and fries is a pretty standard thing to, that you can get pretty much anywhere, but they nailed it. It was it was good. Yeah. It was, I'm not going to be like, this is the best Reuben and fries of all time, but it's a damn solid Reuben and fries, and I will eat it again gladly. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the fries, I got to admit. Um, and for my entree, I got the grilled Atlantic salmon. Um, for me, the salmon was done perfectly. It was moist, but not too fishy. Um, it was served with a grilled slice of lemon yes. or two. Um, and then for my sides, I got two. I got roasted garlic mashed potatoes. They were very good. And you can tell that they were homemade because they had those lumps that I like in them. And they also had the perfect amount of garlic in them. It was a really good roasted garlic mash. 
And then the second side was uh, roasted green beans with uh, red peppers. Um, they were fresh green beans, and they still had that snap to them. It was really, really good. Yes. Yeah. Those green beans were damn good. And they were that like level of green that they were was gorgeous. Yeah, you could almost imagine that they went out back and picked them. They mm-hmm. were they were that fresh and good. Then we move on to the desserts. And they had uh two desserts uh this evening. They had a chocolate cheesecake and a plain cheesecake with cherry topping. Strawberry. Strawberry. Shit, I don't know now. Some berry. Oh, oh, look! I got I got the pictures, man. Yeah, to me, <laughs> to me, they were just okay. Um, I've definitely had better cheesecake. But... Strawberry. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean they were good. Um, I do love cheesecake. Everyone knows I love cheesecake. Um, they weren't bad cheesecakes. No, they weren't bad, but they weren't something that I rave about either. No, if, but if someone like walked in here right now into this room and like, "Hey, I have a slice of cheesecake from that place. Do you want it?" They'd be like, well, "Yes, give me two. <laughs> but uh it wasn't anything crazy. It was just good, good regular cheesecake. Yeah, good regular cheesecake. And then we go on to presentation. Um I noted that uh the menus, they were uh interesting tan, almost brown paper bag colored. Yeah. Kind of like um, old aviation theme, you know? Yeah, just old-timey paper. I yeah, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a tin napkin holder on the tables with the matching salt and pepper shakers mm-hmm. that, that were kind of cute. Um, maybe our table could have been bigger. Um, our table was quite small. It was small. But that's fine. Yeah, it's the one that we picked. True, because um, I remember you're like, let's go to this one. And we sit down, you're like, is this, is this big enough? I'm like, of course this isn't big enough, but we stayed there anyway. The <laughs> uh, salads that we got were served in those, what I'm going to call handleless coffee cups. A really neat way that they presented those, uh, I thought. A bouillon bowl. A bouillon bowl. Okay. Everything was nicely plated. Um, to me... I could have done without the grilled lemons because they really didn't look appetizing on the salmon. And that lettuce on the entree plate, I don't think that was necessarily needed either. Yeah. What about you for presentation? Um, I will say a couple of things here. Um, Their logo and their branding is great. Um, They either have an in-house like visual nerd or they know somebody who's good at branding or they straight up went to like a for an agency and got it done because there's no way that someone just did this because it's it's proper it's good it's clean and i was incredibly impressed by it it right, right away. Like something out of World War One or World War Two era. Sure, sure. It's super appropriate for their brand as a whole. Um, the lines and placement and everything on their logo. I just saw it. I'm like, somebody who knows what they're doing did this. Good for you guys. Um, I was just really, really impressed by that. Um, I don't. Did we talk? 
I don't think we mentioned during the first impressions thing. We walked in. There was just a host there. And she was super welcoming and super, super nice. We didn't mention that. I just figured I'd drop that in there. She was really cool. Um, But yeah, their branding and aesthetic is super consistent throughout the whole thing. Um, I just was really, really impressed by all of that, for sure. And I talk about branding all the time because branding is something I care probably too much about. I love visual stuff. Um, but yeah, they, they did great there for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. So this is the part of the show where we take a little break mm-hmm. and we regroup and we'll come back with our scoring for the Hangar Grill Pub in Lacrosse. All right. Catch you on the flip side. We are back. And we are. We are ready to score the Hangar Grill Pub in Lacrosse, Indiana. <laughs> you said prub. <laughs> I know. I'm having a difficult time. Thank you for bearing with me. Oh, sure. It's so uh, our first category that we score on is ambiance, setting, and mood. Do you think we should maybe break down like the scoring platform? Like, at like all. for any new listeners? Yeah, I feel like maybe sure. we should do that every time. I can't believe it took me almost 50 episodes to consider this. <laughs> sure. Can so, you break it down? Yeah, We. how many categories do we have? <laughs> we have four categories uh, of five points each. Yes. And we have a major category of quality and taste that is worth 10 points. Sure. And then we add all those together and we divide it by six. Yeah. And, we and that's how you get your score. score out of five. So yes. yeah, if you didn't know... That's how it works. Now you know. So yeah, we'll, st- we'll know, start doing you know. that. Uh, we'll start doing that every time. We probably should. I can't believe we've never thought about that. Yeah. Well, we get better every episode. All right. Do you want to go first with this, or do I? Um. What's the first category? Ambiance, setting, and mood. Oh. Um. I can go first. Um. I said earlier, if this restaurant was not in Lacrosse, if it was in like Chesterton or Valpo or Crown Point or something, I'd walk in and be like, oh, corrugated metal and wood, rare. And I would be like, I don't I don't care. Yeah. Because you can, I can probably name like 40 restaurants within 20 minutes of here that look like that. But this place is in La Crosse and the closest next restaurant of any close quality it's not that close by. It's a it's a hike for sure. So, you like you remember when you said Lowell is really l- lucky to have a place like McVeigh's? Lacrosse is super 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 lucky you to have a place the words like that. Out of my mouth, I was going to say that this episode. It is too. absolutely, and I still I will never get over the fact that a place like this exists in Lacrosse, Indiana. Yes, and the residents out there need to support this business. And, um, yeah, make sure that they continue to bring you quality food and a good time. Yeah. Um, so in that regard, I almost want to bite my tongue for this because it is wood and corrugated metal. And everyone who listens to the show regularly knows how I feel about that. But I'm giving them a five. All right. Because of 
all the the things that we need to consider there. I was amazed at the transformation from the grocery store and the bank to this uh, venue. Uh, the outdoor dining area was super cute. Uh, they actually had plane uh, chairs out of a plane sitting out there. Yep. Not ready to sit in yet, but I think they're going to anchor them or something. Um, I liked that they kept the features of the bank incorporated into the new establishment, keeping a part of the history of lacrosse. Uh, I enjoyed the country music that was playing, and I thought that it was super appropriate for this venue. I also give the Hangar Grill and Pub a five for ambiance setting a mood. I still can't believe that I gave a restaurant with that, that visual style a five. <laughs> but to be fair, like you said, the I'm going to call it wavy sheet metal still. They painted it black, <laughs> painted it black and did it something And it looks cool that it. way. Yeah, it was, it was really, the colorings were nice in there. Everything was nice. I enjoyed it. Yes. We move on to value. For where the hangar is located, I feel it has an excellent value. The residents don't have to travel to Valpo to get a nice dining experience. In fact, I think I'd say it's worth a drive to Lacrosse to experience a small town charm and the good food of the hangar grill pub. And I give them a four and a half for value. Uh, I do as well. And pretty much everything I said was I was going to say you said you kind of nailed it. Really? Yes. Well, look at that. So, okay. And I'll let you go first on service. Oh, five. I, you heard everything we said last time. Five. Um, you know what? I don't think I've done any bonus points this season. So she, uh, five plus a bonus point because she was that sick. Good. Uh, I also give them a five. Myra was very pleasant. She's the daughter and sister of the owners. She relayed a lot of the history of the building. She was very attentive to us and all of her customers that this restaurant had. Some The table behind us had a beer question, and she couldn't answer it, and she straight up went and got someone who would know. Which I I appreciate that more than someone who's going to bullshit their way like through an answer. Someone, if someone asked me a question about a beer and I was a server, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we've had people like that. For you know? sure. So I appreciated that she went and got someone that yeah. actually knew. Yeah, she, yeah, absolutely. Super cool. God, she was so sick. <laughs> and then we move on to presentation. Uh, everything I thought was plated nicely. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, the regular iceberg lettuce leaf on the entree plate was really unnecessary and didn't add anything to that plate for me. Um, and the grilled lemon kind of detracted from the salmon. So oh, you gotta put grilled lemon on salmon, though. It's like it was almost um, too grilled and like almost looked dehydrated. It just wasn't appetizing to me, and I give them a four for presentation. Okay. Um, like I said before, pulled pork nachos are nothing exciting or new, but they were pretty. Um, there was a lot of color going on. Yeah. Um, they looked really nice. Um, my Reuben was, I mean, it was a Reuben and a basket with fries. I mean, what can you do there? But it wasn't ugly. Yeah. Uh, I also, I will always love checkered paper. No matter what, checkered paper looks cool all the time. Uh, 
Nothing was ugly, but nothing was particularly amazing looking. So I'll go three and a half. Okay. What's next? The big one, quality and taste. Okay. Dude, you started the last one, so I start this one, right? Yes, uh-huh. Um, nothing tastes bad by any means. Nothing was of a low quality by any means. Um, everything was good. I liked it all. I would gladly eat there again. Um, overall, just for the whole experience and how the food was and everything, I'm going to go eight and a half. Hmm. Gregory also went eight and a half. Oh. <laughs> he also talks to himself in third person like a crazy. <laughs> I was impressed that they made their coleslaw and potato salad in-house. Yeah, shout out for making anything in-house. And they were very tasty. I thought my entree and the mashed potatoes and green beans, they could have been hotter. Um, they were a little lukewarm to maybe cold. Um and the cheesecake was just okay for me. Uh, and maybe the desserts they could make in-house something easy. but Cheesecake uh, ain't easy, though. But other than that, um, yeah, I thought everything was pretty quality and tasted good. So All right. eight and a half. So when I total up my points, I get 27. And when I divide by six, I give uh, Hanger Grill Pub in La Crosse a 4.5. I definitely go back, and I really, really enjoyed my visit here. For me, they got a 27.5, and that gives them a 4.58. So I guess technically that's a three or a 4.6. Nice. So about neck and neck with scores. We were a half a point off of each yeah, other. Yeah, I think we were like that on the last episode as well. True. Um, so, yeah, if you are ever way the hell out that way. Yeah, for the people in Couts. Uh, Morgan Township, uh, Sam Pierre, uh, head on out to the hangar. There's a couple reasons for that. One, go because it's good. Two, go because where the hell else are you going to go? Um, and, and support th- a local business. Support a local small business. That Yeah, that's kind of what this whole show is about. And if you people in Valpo... Knox, North Judson. If you're looking for somewhere new to go to and venture yeah, if away you're from like the burnt out on all the places in Valpo. If you live in Valpo and eat in Valpo regularly, you're gonna get tired of Valpo's filled with awesome food. Absolutely. But eventually you're gonna get sick of it. Absolutely. Um and the, I'm not saying that you can't get the same experience in Valpo because you can probably go to 15 places in Valpo and have the same situation. But this is there's a different one, so go there. Or if you just appreciate country music. And want to go out for evening? I think they're only playing country music because I think in lacrosse, you're not allowed to play anything else besides (laughs) country music. Maybe Kid Rock, but I don't know what else you'd be allowed to listen to in lacrosse. Yeah. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience here. Um, As always, thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Uh, Email us with any coffee spots. Or bar food that you enjoy in the two one nine, we are still working on those. Um, where did we go for coffee recently? Yesterday. Oh yeah, we went to Dagger Mountain. <laughs> I have not been to Dagger Mountain since they like they moved to that other end of the building and Good uh, in a way bigger spot. Uh, they did a lot of rebranding on their their bags of coffee and some logos and stuff, and it's like a whole new thing now, and it is 
Awesome. Yeah. It's really, really big. Like the it's space probably is three massive. times, four times bigger than the old massive room. space. Million foot ceilings. Um, really clean, nice aesthetic. A lot of like Art Deco stuff going on, but um, it's still welcoming and not threatening by any means. Like if you're not a coffee type of person, you're not going to walk in there and be like, oh, like nervous almost because some coffee spots can do that for sure. Yeah. Almost feel like if you're not a coffee person, you go into small town, you're going to be almost like uncomfortable because everything's bright, white and clean. And their whole thing is just like, hey, our coffee is sick. And it totally is. I get it. But uh, yeah, it's just it's it's an interesting spot yeah. for sure. There's a lot you can say about it, but yeah. I really, really liked it. And my coffee was awesome. But we'll talk about that in the coffee episode. In the coffee episode. Yeah, but, yeah I enjoyed that trip as well. So we have really nothing else to announce. We nope. Don't, we don't have any set plans as of yet for our next show. Nope. And I bet you it's not going to be one of them damn places on that <laughs> list either. You never know. <laughs> I do know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Uh, again, thank you for listening to Tasty219. We love all of the listeners. Appreciate all the feedback and comments. Um, come on out on... The 25th, did I say 23rd, it was? 25th. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, a Tuesday. Whatever one that happens to be. Yeah. Uh, meet we'll, us. We'll be at Ricochet, hanging out, eating, drinking. One night only food, right? One night only food, yeah. which is, uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. And when, when we run limited stuff, it's usually, um, not usually, but sometimes it, it can be pretty out there and like real creative stuff. And we have a lot of really passionate, creative minds back there working on things, putting them together. Um, a lot of really respectable ideas and people. So, And I think we need cool to thing. reiterate, this is at the Crown Point location only. The Crown only. Point location. Yes, yeah. we will be at that one. Yeah, I've only, I think I've only been to the Valpo one. I've only ate there, I think, one time. And it was like five years ago. Yeah. Um, but I remember that vividly, like like sitting down and like ordering, like, "Whoa, this place is cool!" And now here I am. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's all we got for this week. All right, I think. Yep. Have a great week. Talk to you next week on Tasty Two One Nine. All right, y'all. We'll see you.